No, 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 you don't. You look great. You always look great. It's that, it's that healthy vegan junk food diet that you're on. Hi, I'm Kayla. And I'm Pete. And welcome to How I Hobby. We're two pals and hobby obsessives with over a hundred hobbies between us. And we're always on the lookout for more. Join us as we talk about all of our hobbies. And talk to people we know about their really cool hobbies. Welcome to How I Hobby. In today's episode, we've got a great interview with Kevin Leomo, who has a very speedy hobby. But first, Kayla, how do you hobby? I do improv comedy. Aha! Well, you are Canadian. (laughs) I believe it's part of the national curriculum. It probably is. It probably is. Fantastic. So tell, how did you get into that? I'd always been quite um, active in theatre in high school, mm-hmm. and I produced my school's play, and I was really into it. Um, and then I went off to university and did something completely different. So when I finished university, I moved back to Toronto, mm-hmm. and I was working in a business environment, and I was really looking to exercise a different part of my brain. Yeah. And a friend of mine, her boyfriend at the time, um, had said that he had just gotten into improv comedy. He worked in sales and his company had paid for him to do this course at Second City in Toronto. Oh. And I thought, well, isn't this a great opportunity to do something fun and get someone else to pay for it? <laughs> So I was able to use my learning and development budget at my first job for a whole year's worth of improv comedy courses <laughs> because it was super fun. But also it was so good to help me think on my feet and yeah. think creatively and engage with other people and mm-hmm. teamwork, et cetera. So I started in 2010 yeah. um, and I've been doing it ever since. I was on a house team. I was on a team at an improv theater here in London mm-hmm. um, and I've done different types of improv comedy. um, And it's been really super, super fun. Fantastic stuff. Mm -hmm. So improv is improv, right? Improv is sort of improv, Pete. There's actually Mm -hmm. two kinds of improv. Tell us about the two kinds of improv. So there's short form improv Mm -hmm. and then there's long form improv. Okay. So if you've seen shows like Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yes. That's one type of short form improv. And that's very games based. And that's what my team was performing here in London. Versus long form is generally you'll have like a 20 minute set or maybe even a 40 minute set and different scenes will interweave. So there's lots of really cool opportunity to initiate characters and bring them back and put them in different settings and fast forward to the future or go back in the past. Um, But it's really interesting. The skill set required for short form versus long form can be very different. That's fantastic. It must be good for the memory. It definitely is good for the memory. It's definitely good for thinking on your feet. It's definitely good for like failing fast because it's going to be over very soon. So it doesn't matter if you (laughs) up or it doesn't matter if you look stupid. It's going to be over. No Mm -hmm. one's recording it. It's a one time only kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's really fun to be silly and playful and bring out almost like childlike energy um, with a bunch of adults who jump, you know, sometimes you're strangers and it's something that really can bond you quite quickly. That sounds fantastic. All right. Well, thank you very much for sharing that with us, Kayla. No problem. Wonderful stuff. Okay, we're going to get on with our fantastic interview. Woohoo! Okay, we're here today with Kevin Leomo. He is a Scottish Filipino a composer of experimental music mm. uh, based in Glasgow. He is in charge of community engagement management uh, in the music department at the University of Glasgow. Very, very exciting. He is covered in tattoos. Uh, he uh, has an awful lot of house plants, but here he's talking about something very, very different. So, Kevin, how do you hobby? So, my hobby is running. 
Cool. <laughs> Tell us what is running do and how'd you get into it? Yeah, I think running for me is just a way to get out, get out of the office and just get out into fresh air and get the body moving. And I've been doing it but properly since I would say like 2020. Wow. And so what 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 inspired you to start running in the first place? I was getting a bit more into fitness at the time and and I just kind of stumbled into it really. It's not something I planned or um you know really expected to get into. On the outside it can appear quite boring or say you know okay I'm into running. Um but once you kind of get into it I think it's a really nice thing to do. Yeah. How long do you like how long are your runs generally? How often are you running? What's the duration of them? I prefer kind of mid distance runs. Um my my favorite like length is a half marathon. Last year I was I was like ch- kind of challenging myself to keep it going so I was doing like one half marathon a week. Oh my um, god. Wow. I love that you this is, yeah, this is mid distance. My favorite brag. is a mid distance run half marathon. I can't like run for the bus but that's a lot on your body to do every week yeah but you know i i say that and you know it does seem a bit like oh i, I just do like half marathon a week but <laughs> uh i never thought i would be into that at all you know most people start running you know a 5k is like a challenge mm. but the, one of the best things about running is you build up your kind of endurance your your kind of um body's used to it um and slowly you kind of reframe different distances and uh, you learn to enjoy it or you, you can. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's quite easy just through kind of repetition and uh, practice, I guess. So it's, it's, it's probably a, a mental thing, I guess, as well. It's all in the mind and the body. So my wife runs and she, um, she likes a 5K and she's got up to a 10K before and she's done it a few times and doesn't like it. She gets bored. Like how yeah. right, right. So she's just like, no, 5Ks are fine for me. So it, it's interesting that, so when you say, you know, I do a half marathon, it's not, as they say, it's not bragging or anything. It's just that's where your mind likes to be in that zone for that period of time. That just fits what you want. I, yeah, I would, I would say um, running is, is actually more of a mental thing. Um, that's, that is quite privileged to say that, but um, it's a great mental health aid, uh, I think, for me and for, for probably a lot of people out there. Yeah. When you run these half marathons once a week, how long does it take you to run? Like how long do you go out for? Um, it depends if I'm, if I'm going for it or if I just kind of want to get it done. Um, but, but in between like an hour and 45 to two hours, depending on, on where I'm at. Wow. Mentally and physically. <laughs> and so this is what, this is the thing you said, you've been doing this. You started in 2020. That's remarkable. Yeah. Like, You've gone from zero to 60 in something like three years and you're running half marathons once a week. It's, it's, it's not that remarkable. I mean, a lot of people can, can do better, kind of, it depends like how much you train, how much you want to get into it, what goals you set, what your kind of previous fitness is. But that's one of the, the beauty of running is no matter kind of what level you come in at or what your intention is, you can set these goals. Like you're saying, you know, you can work towards, you know, a 1K, a 5K, um, and whatever you kind of enjoy or brings you kind of comfort, yeah, you can kind of settle into that. So were you sort of into fitness before and that kind of thing before you started running? Not, not majorly. I've never been really a big kind of fitness person, but running was, was one thing that really did kind of yeah. spark wow. interest for me. Um, what do you listen to when you run? I have like one specific 10 K playlist. So if I was maybe doing a race and I want to, um, 
go quite quickly. Yeah. They increase the tempo as they go on. So I have like a pop punk running playlist. And the first song on that is Blink-182, What's My Age Again? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So some people start running as their own solo experience. Other people mm. start running to join running groups and it becomes quite a collaborative community social element. Which one is it for you? For me, initially, it was definitely a solo endeavor. Um, I never really joined a running club. Um, and I had, I had thought about it, but I never did. But I did have one of my close friends, Pooja, join me in running, especially during the lockdown. So the two of us would go out and run all the time. And um, we would, after everyone, we would usually stop somewhere and get some sort of takeaway food or coffee. Doing races as well is a really kind of fun um, thing to do, just getting like a ton of people going out and just like running and having that energy and like, yeah, let's race. So even though then maybe not, it's not like, a group that you're you're a part of a club or anything like that still being no. with other people all running together just has a particular yeah. vibe to it back to the technicality of this so you're running a half marathon a week walk us through the week like is that the only run you do or is that the run you do on a thursday and then six days of the week you do other durations yeah i'm, I'm not that fit uh <laughs> I have that much time thanks uh but um when i was doing that it was like it was just one once a week, that was it. Um, so it wasn't too like taxing. When you've uh, when you've finished a run, which your uh, what is your your preferred food to refuel after you've finished a good long run? Yeah, probably something unhealthy, but vegan. <laughs> there you go, I love big that. vegan kebab. So Sounds good. What's been the response of your family and friends? Like, how have they reacted to this new hobby? At first, they were like, "This is weird," but also. Um, I think particularly as Pete can attest to being doing like a PhD or being a composer, it's one of, it's definitely one of these things where you, if you do, if you're doing it, you get involved and you're doing it, um, usually obsessively. So I think they just thought, okay, here's, here's another thing that he's doing, um, <laughs> but at least it's a healthy obsession. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. What would you say is the best place? To do this, if you could, I mean, because there's half marathons and marathons all over the world. Is is there a particular one that you would like to do? Like, would you want to do like you know the the, the Boston Marathon, or would you like to do like the Great North Run, which is half marathon mm. and very very hilly? All this, what would what would you want to do? My goal was eventually to train up and do a proper marathon, uh, like the London Marathon or something. Um, I think that would be something to work towards, definitely, but preferably. Uh, I do prefer a flat race. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fair. Cool. Uh, Kevin, tell us what has running and I will, I think we need to be more specific. What has running half marathons once per week taught you about yourself and life? I think um, definitely the idea of like keeping going uh, no matter like how you're feeling or kind of what you're going through physically or mentally, you can always kind of power through it. It's the idea of having this like a regular practice, doing something, kind of holding yourself accountable if you don't do it or if you don't feel like doing it, kind of picking yourself up and let's go out, let's go do it. Even if you're going to have a bad time or it's going to be a struggle, but also the reward that you get when you finish kind of physically and mentally, you get that boost, that rush, like, okay, I did it. And uh, running is great for that. Excellent. Cool. So there's all sorts of people listening to this. Uh, some people will run, some people don't. Some people, like me, absolutely loathe it. 
and uh, physical wrecks. But you, you said loathe, right? Not loathe. Loathe. Okay. Wanted to make sure. Loathe. You have thirty seconds to pitch your hobby. To me, how I mean, how should I get into this? Or why? Why? I think you should get into running because it's a great boost to your body physically and mentally. You can choose maybe what distance you enjoy doing. It's quite low pressure. Like if you're not enjoying it, take it slow. You know, try different things, try a different route, try a flat route. It's a way to get in tune with your body, find out what works best for you. And I'm sure you can get to running uh, and enjoy it. Cool. Fantastic stuff. Pete's, Pete's soul. I mean, I might give it a go. A nice flat route by a river I live yeah. next to. Yeah, I might, I might cool. do that. I might um, do that. Let me just add also, if you, if you do, or if I'm there, you know, I'll take you out for a run. I do that actually a lot with, with other friends who maybe don't enjoy running or we're, we're getting into it. Mm-hmm. And it's quite a nice way to take someone out and be like, okay, kind of walk them through, not, not walk them through, run them through it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, at their own pace. And it's quite a nice actually getting back to that question of community, even like on a one-to-one, it's quite nice. I love that. Kevin, that was amazing. Thank you so, so much for talking us through your hobby of running. One of the things that I've taken away from this, um, from this conversation that I think is so cool is that you can start a new hobby at any time. And even like physically demanding hobbies you can start at any time and however you define them in terms of duration in terms of frequency it doesn't really matter but the ability for your mind to get you through physical um let me record that again um your mind can get you through anything (laughs) (laughs) any physical crazy endeavor holy cow mind over matter mind over matter that's been the biggest thing that i've taken away from this this was amazing kevin thank you so 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 much fantastic kev so as as we said before you are a very very well-regarded widely performed uh, well-respected uh and very exciting uh young composer um where can people find you and your work on online um you can find me on my website so it's just my name kevinleomo.com and i'm on twitter as kevin underscore leomo and instagram as kev leomo that's the really informal one that's the course just kev Kev. only for friends um kevin thank you so so much we really appreciate you coming on the podcast and sharing your very 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 cool uh hobby with us thanks so much for having me and i look forward to listening and checking out some other episodes amazing bye kevin thanks kev toodles Okay, that was our interview with Kevin Leomo. Uh, We had a blast. We hope you did too. But before we go, we want to share this week's celebrity hobby. (laughs) Drumroll. Did you know Nicole Kidman, skydiver? (laughs) What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The liability insurance alone. I mean, adrenaline junkie, what can I say? Wowza. Wow, okay. And that's a wrap. I've been Pete. And I've been Kayla. Rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It makes us much easier to find. And follow us on Instagram at HowIHobby. See you next time. Toodles! How I Hobby was written and produced by Kayla Lean and Pete Faulkner, with music by Pete Faulkner, artwork by Laura Walsh, and animation by Kayla Lean. If you'd like to be featured on the pod, find us on Instagram or email us at howihobby at gmail.com.